I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This episode of The Morning Stream is sponsored by American Scandal, taking you deep into the heart of America's dark side to look at what drives cutthroat competitors to succeed at any cost. Listen to American Scandal, The Pentagon Papers on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen one week early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. And thanks to Bombas for supporting the morning stream. Bombas makes comfortable socks that look great with a wide variety of options. And for every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to somebody in need. Go to bombas.com slash TMS to get 20% off your purchase. Coming up on TMS, I blame the weenie rockets. Talking out loud with your mouth. What's your Fury Road anniversary? Hello, God. It's me, Hallmark. Brian, Half Marble guest stars. Who has the one ball? How frequent is your REM sleep, Kenneth? Any Plicity, starring Michael Keaton. I can't say penis. Dave Batista as the Holy Ghost. Hawkeye? No Hawkeye? Not Hawkeye? Pacific Theater Booster. Keep an eye on my straw. Ew. Ringing the Infantino bell with Amy. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. The best piece of advice I can give you on working on your own vehicle is to get a good enough job that you don't have to work on your own vehicle and just let a mechanic do it that has a lift and has all the tools and shit. Apple is the appliance of the 80s for all those pesky household chores. The Morning Stream, better than dog butt flung poo. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's The Morning Stream for Thursday, December 16th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson. That guy right there on about a second and a half delay is Brian Ibbett. That's right. How you doing, Scott? I'm fine. Good to sort of be here, be here yeah. slightly after you. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like we're shouting over the mountains. Something Hello. happened. Something weird happened yesterday because uh, AWS went down right as we were going to record the show. That's why there was no Wednesday episode of the show. Everything was ready. We were ready. Everything was good, but that didn't happen. And we thought, well, today everything will be all cleared up. But for some reason, audio delay is still there. And that was a symptom yesterday as well. And we don't know why. We can't. It's not us. Our internets are good. We're yeah. full speed up and down. Oh. No idea. Yeah. So live with yeah. it. So I we're guess. gonna. I'm gonna do a little reset after the show today. See if that fixes things. But uh, in the meantime, you've got us. And and think of this as like a, a throwback episode to the early days of TMS. Yeah. When we yeah, were like I, figuring out <laughs> Skype and. Uh, yeah. 2011. Things uh, weren't quite as uh, easy as it is today. 
generally speaking. That's right. So uh, it's true. So yeah, hopefully it's not too bad, but we'll, we'll we'll make it work. We are not missing another show. Gosh, dang it! Nope. And we're nope. not using Skype because Skype is crap. All right. Uh, hey, we're back. Uh, so yesterday, I've, I, I was I actually held. Well, I'm holding this over from yesterday, but I had a I had a little uh, thing I wanted to mention about Tuesday's show that I totally forgot on Tuesday, and this is important stuff right here. Okay, how I yes. let this go, oh, I don't know. Gosh. Right? I mean, yeah. don't you feel yeah. like maybe you don't missed- you put these automatically in your calendar or something? Or uh... <laughs> yeah, I really should. But here's what I forgot to mention on Tuesday. Um, in the chat room, I'm putting up the Mad Max thing early so you can see it. All right, there you go. Tuesday's show was episode 2215. In years, that would make it the 200th anniversary of Mad Max Fury Road. It's an important day for all of us to remember and to celebrate and to hold dear to our hearts. And yes. uh, All right. Um, hold, ready? Ready? Um, yeah. Quick, what's your wedding anniversary? Uh, 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 1992. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that's what uh, I thought. Uh, September. <laughs> I know what it is. September 29th, 1992. There you go. Uh-huh, hey, uh-huh, hey uh, yeah. Claire, I'm going to boot you from the chat room for not liking my movie. That's how that's how into it I am. Just kidding. That's not true. Um, anyway, uh, happy uh, happy 200th year uh, to Mad Max Fury Road. Congratulations. <laughs> you did great. You know how anniversaries work, right? Anniversary means year. 200. Well, 200, know, 200th anniversary. Episode numbers still a, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making all that up, of course. But I uh, know, I know. But oh. if I live that long, and I won't, but if I did, uh, you know, if I lived another 100 and something years. Listen, uh, if I talked about Spice Girls as much as you talked about Mad Max, I think I'd have five or at least four cease and desists yeah, right that, now. That's true. There'd be legal action. That's right. Posh probably her. wouldn't send a cease and desist. She doesn't care, but she uh, doesn't certainly care. the other four would. She doesn't care. She's got her little uh, tattooed up boy toy soccer man. She doesn't That's care. Right. Yeah. He's, he's you know, he's all she needs. She, he's all I'd need. I mean, I, 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 don't, want to, I don't want to cast aspersions. <laughs> you know, he's all right. Uh-huh. Except uh-huh. he's only got the one ball. No, that's somebody else. Who has no, the one ball? No, that's somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the one ball? Who am I thinking of? Oh, Lance Armstrong. All right. Yeah. Uh, David Beckham has both balls. Yeah. And, he, balls. Uh, and a star on the soccer, uh, football, football uh, field. Oh, pitch. that's right. Yeah, the, the pitch. pitch. The pitch. pitch. Yeah, good job. It's been a while since we've seen Thank the uh, Ted Lasso episode. Ted Lasso, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're getting there. Uh, good news is uh, I was supposed to get my booster the other day. Here's the bad news. Uh, I went in. All right, my kid, my uh, daughter, and my wife got it earlier in the day, and they were already kind of feeling a little. Ooh, boy, this one's hitting a little harder. And uh, so they had me scheduled it uh, after the show on Tuesday. So I'm like, sweet, let's go get it. Let's get this done. Let's get this over with by tomorrow morning. I'll feel fine. Uh, whatever. I go in, and the doctor goes, or the the pharmacist goes, uh, "Have you been sick at all recently?" And I went. Oh. I don't want to answer this question, but I did. I had to do it honestly. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, mm-hmm. sinus infection, but pretty much gone now. Um, you know, we're, we're good. He goes, oh, are you, uh, did you take antibiotics? He says, well, yeah, I, I am taking them. Like right now I'm on a 10-day thing. And he goes, oh, how far into it are you? I said, oh, I'm like five days, halfway through. And he goes, hmm, like that. Just like a, mm-hmm. 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 you know, that's never a sound you want uh, nope. anyone in the medical field to make, even if it's a pharmacist or a doctor or a nurse or anybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter who. And he says, "Yeah, we recommend the standard procedure is we 
you know, we're we're gonna not be able to do that today. <laughs> like how he's all of a sudden Lundberg from yeah. uh, Office Space. Mm, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and not give you a shot today. Okay? It was like that. It was like I felt like I'm giving him my stapler or whatever. Um, and I went, okay. What does that mean? He says, well, we the the issue is we don't want to double team your immune system. You're hey, al- you're already in full blown battle mode over here. We don't want to introduce a new front. You know, you've already fighting Germany. We don't want to add Japan to the mix, basically. Sure. Like said. Yeah. Uh, so now we got Pacific. We got Pacific theater to worry about. <laughs> um, and he right. said, "You know, uh, it's it's yeah. smart. It's um, they're looking out for you. Who knows what kind of uh, side effects you might run into or or issues with." Uh, um, Crossing the streams, mm-hmm. so to speak. I've, that's the second time I've used that today, and Nothing a whole different that. reason I've used it. Yeah, that's fine. Two different contexts works for me. Yep. totally good. Yep. Um, yeah, so I said, okay, fine. And the best they could do was a reschedule. And I said, well, when's the soonest you can get me in? And they said, how's the thirtieth? I'm like, dude, really? Mm-hmm. Well, it's busy. There's a lot of this and that. Fine. Okay. Lock, lock me in for the 30th. I'll brave Christmas without it. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. So they do that. But then yesterday, my sister-in-law, Sarah, comes by the house and uh, <laughs> there to pick up something, Kim lending or something. And she comes in and she's like, yeah, I just got back from my booster. And I go, oh, how far ahead did you schedule it? Oh, I called this morning and they got me in in two hours. Same place. Same, but not the same. Same place? Same place. Brian, Shut up. Yes. Oh, no way, really. Yes. Oh, well. He probably needed to go sometime out for yours. Oh, I don't know. That's weird. I know. I was annoyed. So here's what I'm going to do. As soon as I'm at the very tail end of this antibiotic run. Yeah. A couple of more. Was it this weekend? I guess Mm -hmm. I will say I'm going to call them and go, hey, uh, I need to get a booster and just see if I can't get the same sweet little shuffle in that she got. Maybe there was a cancellation. That's why she got it. I, I, I don't know. A little opening the velvet rope and saying, all right, you two, come on in. Yeah, get in here, you 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 dumbass. They'll say. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm uh, not boosted, but my my wife and daughter. Oh man, that leveled them. They had a rough one, rough one. Oh really? Yeah. Car- Carter got to the point where she told. Well, she told me this after um, because by morning she was fine, but that night she's like, "I was so bad in the middle of the night, Dad. I almost came in to get you guys to like decide if I should go to the hospital or something. It was so bad." Mm. And I like I said, well, um, I'm glad you didn't because that would have been weird. And she says, you know, I, I know. But at the, in the throes of it, she was just really, yeah. it was like shivers and couldn't move. And Yikes. she hurt really bad and is, is bad. But they're both good now. Uh, super boosted. They can get cool. sig- signals from way further away. They can go way up the mountains. <laughs> their, wi- their Wi-Fi has improved. Uh, there's their 5G. Yeah. Uh, so um, we've got family coming into town because of Tina's. Uh, uh, father passing and um one of uh one of tina's relatives arrived at the door um and because we're still being safe and because we were in um jim's room for a long time we're still wearing masks i haven't left the house in well since i came back from uh tina's parents house a couple days ago and um uh we're taking our tests today to see if we if we've got the the chaff uh <laughs> you got the chaff but, oh no but one of tina's relatives arrives and sees her in her mask and says masks are those still a thing out here oh geez where's, <laughs> like, she, where's she coming from where's she coming from uh they're coming from uh kansas city missouri ah kansas city Which, that's as yeah. far as i know um still has a pandemic going on yeah uh 
Yeah, that's where the Fargo, Kansas City mob is from. I've seen enough Fargo to know there's nothing but trouble in Kansas City. <laughs> All trouble up there. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, the Kansas City mob. So, yeah. Yeah. geez Louise. Wow. That's a fun thing to hear the first thing you hear. Especially, the you know, and, and it's such a thing to say, considering what's happened recently with with Tina's dad, yeah. you know, with yeah. the rel- It's like, maybe now is not a good time uh to you know to act like covid's not a thing i don't know did they not know did they know they know that his they know that his his uh his six month uh prognosis turned into a few hours because of covid and yet they still still say that that's lame lame yeah i mean no offense but here's what i say no it's lame it's absolutely lame. here's what i say to them i do it here's the tina voice version of that yeah there you go uh, yeah, <laughs> that was that was the sound of Tina biting her tongue and not and not letting into him. There'll be a lot of that probably in the next couple of days for you guys. Yes, so. exactly. Um, all right. Well, hey, uh, here's another quick moment I wanted to share. Um, I got something in the mail. Thankfully, mail's been real bad lately. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Well, I do know what's going on. Our mail system kind of sucks right now. Plus, <laughs> it does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know. I'd said something to you, and we weren't sure when it was getting to you until today looking it up. But I know that there are other things that I've sent to people. And I also paid priority mail prices, and they still haven't Still made haven't it got them. Yeah, it's bad. I don't even know what priority mail is anymore, what priority means. Like, yeah. it's just. Priority means uh, we'll, we'll delay it slightly less than non priority. Yeah. What do you get <laughs> when you combine a bad, a currently bad mail system with some kind of lousy leadership? In front, in charge of the yeah. of the postal system, and then combine that with just regular old Christmas and weather delays. Yeah, it's no, it's bad. It's bad. It is bad. Yeah, <clears throat> it's nothing good. But I did get something that I am so stoked about. <clears throat> this was from my secret Santa, and they've already said it's okay for me to bring this up and say who it was. Uh, Guacamar was my was my secret Santa oh, this year. Oh, cool! And uh, I got in the mail this little box. It wasn't uh, huge or anything. And I thought, well, what what the heck do we have here? Uh, what will this be? You know, what do you get yeah. the guy who who uh, only cares about five different things? And uh, you know, what do you do? <laughs> right. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I got know. This. you're you're tough to shop for. I'm not uh, the easiest Johnson, to shop for. Uh, neither yes. are you, by the way. For the record, Ryan's hard to I shop know. for too. Well. Well, I'm I'm tough to shop for uh, shop for because I have everything. Yeah, if you, that's <laughs> and it's our, all behind me. Yeah, you and I have this problem all year. If we see a thing we really want, we'll yes, we're not we just going get it. Yeah, we don't put it on a list and say, "Hey, remember my birthday in July?" We just yeah, get it. Uh, uh, or we don't, and someone else doesn't know because we don't tell anybody. Like it's a weird thing. We kind of live in a bubble. Right. But anyway, right. I get this in the mail. Look what I got. Check this out. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to be jelly. Oh, look at that. The en- original in great condition, by the way. And that's a real one. That isn't just like a handmade sticker business. Nope. This is real. A Ma- The Mad Max. Uh, technically, it's two because that's that's Road Warrior imagery there. It is Road Warrior. Yeah. But it's the Mad Max game for the NES uh, came out in 85. Wow. And... Uh, what it, didn't even send the sleeve with it? What no <laughs> no instruction manual mint in box? Oh my gosh! I know, right? No, this is this is maybe so well so far this year. It's my favorite thing I've gotten. I that is really love this. Really I cool. always wanted a copy of this. I never played the game back yeah. in the day. Um, I doubt I'll plug this into any working NES now. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Do you have a? Uh, I have a mini. That's have it. I have nothing with a cartridge yeah. for it. 
Right, um, I was going to say, we've both got minis and you can't put anything into the mini. No, I could um, um, buy one of those Chinese, I don't know if they're Chinese, but the... Oh, the, the Famicom. Yeah, they got or, like a yeah. play every cartridge deal you can buy on Amazon. It'll mm. plug in Genesis cartridges and NES, Super NES, all that. I might do yeah. that, but uh, I love this. This is my kind That's of gift. Cool. Like, I, I will hang this up somewhere is how I'll do it. I know you need to, what you need to do is go to like a container store or one of those places, get a shadow box frame yeah. and have it mounted slightly above. So it's kind of hovering, put some, some sand in the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Why don't I there do that? Go. I should do that. Um, I have a bunch of NES cartridges right there. Do you? That I could show you. Do you have a, you don't have a hole to plug into? Yeah. Let's see. Just no let's NES see. to stick them in, I guess. Or working NES. I have my old controllers, but no NES. These uh, these we found at my mom's house. And wait till you see what's in here. Uh, All right, we're looking, we're looking. By the way, these do have sleeves and instruction manuals. Oh, my Lord. Uh, we have uh, NES Golf. Oh, I had that. Okay. Uh-huh. We yeah. have Pipe Dream. Oh, I hated that game, I played, but yes. I played right. it so much of that. Yeah. We have a little Russian thing called... Tetris. Oh yeah, with an instruction manual explaining how to play Tetris. Yeah, oh, I, just, need, uh, I just did the I just did the Angry Birds theme in my head. I know that's not right, but they sing Tetris too. Tetris because there was so much to improve upon with Tetris. Yeah, you had to make the shapes fall more. This check this baby out right here. All right, what do we got? Oh, original Metroid. Oh, original Metroid. That's a, that's a keeper. That's amazing. The rest of these might go on eBay, but uh, uh, then we've got uh, probably the pack-in game. Oh, yeah. That that would have been Duck, Mario, Hunt, Duck Mario. Hunt. Yep. Total yep. pack-in. Eventually, uh, I guess. Later, later versions Doctor, of the Dr. Mario. Yeah. Uh, I like the Dr. Mario music, but I can't think of it right now. Super Mario 2. Uh, yeah, with the pulling up the stuff and hucking them at uh, Birdo. That's a good game. Birdo. Finally, Yoshi. Yoshi. Like these are actually some decent games. So yeah, I thought I Yoshi to... showed up. Didn't Yoshi show up in Super NES, Super Mario World first, and then that came later yes, on? That that's. I think that's correct. Yeah, I that's think the first weird. time I remember seeing Yoshi was in Super Mario World. That's amazing. Well, this one, um, I don't know if I'd have to blow on it or not. That's always the old, you know, the old thing where you totally got to blow on yeah. it. But uh, I would love to see this thing actually play. So we'll, we'll we'll see. But Guacmar, you're the best. I love this. That's so cool, Guacmar. Love it. I love I'll it. I'll be keeping it, an it. eye out for my uh, my secret Santa, who'll be sending me the Spice World NES game anytime now. Did that that was a thing? No, definitely not a thing. Oh my gosh, I about lost it there for a second. <laughs> I, think, I think those those two things missed each other by about uh, ten years, probably. I don't know. Wow. Well, um, yeah. I can t- give you guys a tiny little bit of a hint that I'll be talking about more next week. But if all this retro game stuff has you, I don't know. If any of you are hearing that going, oh, man, that's my jam. I love the old stuff. Have I got good news for you? And that's really? all I'll say for right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'll just hold back. Are you adding a new marble to your straw? What if I'm removing a straw and putting a marble in its place what if that's happening what i don't if, know what the heck that means because don't don't you just you can only have one straw you only have one life yeah but you have more marbles right so you say okay so let's say you got a straw full of marbles and <laughs> yes. end marbles and end marbles yes. i'm putting one marble in and one of the other marbles is, is falling out 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I that's what I thought. Okay, you said you acted like you're going to have a whole extra straw. No, 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 no. Unless extra you're Marvel. Michael Keaton in duplicity uh, or multiplicity, uh, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, only two Michael Keatons allowed in duplicity. That's all you get there. <laughs> or any or any plicity. Yeah, really. any plicity. You get you get just the the one or the two. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, Rockmar, you're the man. Uh, you made my day. Thank you for that. That was awesome. Merry Christmas. Swifty confirms there was a Spice World PlayStation 1 game. Now that I knew. <laughs> that I knew about. That. I knew there was some really? Spice World or Spice Girls thing. I didn't know what it was. I knew there but... had to be, right? Yeah. That was the era, yeah. man. That was the time. Yeah. That was the big stuff. How sad. I have nothing to play that on. Uh, JK Grammar, you sent me something. What is this? Here's the complete playthrough of Mad Max on NES. Ooh, I'll watch that later. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, I want to see yeah, how you that don't game need plays. to. Uh... Oh, yeah, this is the game. I see. I remember this. I just didn't own it. Oh. Also, technically, the release date was 1990, but this cartridge says 85 on the back. So my guess is the cartridge casing was manufactured in 85, and then this yeah. game was put in and sold in 90. Yeah, there it is. Hmm. Oh man, <laughs> I want to play it. <laughs> it's probably not good, by the way, for the record. It's probably a bad no, game. No, probably not. It's probably Indiana Jones uh, Atari 2600 level. Oh, or or not even that. E.T. Atari 2600. I kind of liked Indiana Jones uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark on the Atari 2600. It was all right. Do you, do you remember the Temple of Doom game in the arcades? That was all right, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you took out one of the thuggy guards. <laughs> if this discussion excites you, keep an eye on things. <laughs> Keep an eye on my straw, okay? Because my okay. straw is my straw is about to poop a marble. All right, just letting you know, I have half a marble available if you ever need it. Uh, I, you got half a marble. That's right. That's just a. What would that do? That would lay flat, or it would swivel. That's what would like it do? a. That's like a guest guest star or guest uh, guest marble. Oh, a guest marble. Is. Oh, a marble oh. of guesting. I got it. All right. No, uh, I'm kidding. I'm never. I never. You never have to myself to anybody else's party. You always full marble is what you do. You firm. Full I always marble. go full marble. Unlike yeah. uh, David Beckham, who yeah. we now learn uh, is, does not have either of them because Victoria has them. both. Yeah, she has all the marbles. <laughs> 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 all right. You know, uh, we'd better get to our. Uh, our yeah, first we're going to get our get. We're going to get a guest in here. I think that's a great idea. And we're going to play this to get it kicked off. Right. Where is it? I made it. I made a new one. And now it is here. Sound can only mean one thing. It's time for us to welcome our friend Red Fraggle, aka Amy, to the show for a little read. This. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yes. We can hear you. Yeah, yes. we can totally hear you. How the heck are you? Are you doing well? Are you Are you I feeling am. it? Yeah, I am. We're all set for the holidays. I I made everybody stockings this year. Oh, so I got those. Oh, done. Cool. oh yeah. I saw yeah. your. Uh, I saw TikTok of uh, some of that. That looked great. Yeah, really my my son wanted a Deadpool one, so I made like a little little Deadpool face and put nice. it on a little red. Yeah, I thought it turned out. I thought that. I hope you really put well. Chimichangas in there for uh, for Christmas. <laughs> there's, oh, a, because... there's a stuffed unicorn. Oh, nice. Oh, is there? Nice, perfect. <laughs> yeah, close enough. It's some little baby legs. Yeah, right. It's the comic version of the of the Chimichanga. Uh, anyway, it's good to have you here. Of course, this is our second version of this with you, although last week's was on a PM edition, but this is your regular time slot now. How, how does that feel to you? Feel all right about today? Yeah, pretty good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Everything seemed to work despite uh, 
technical yeah. issues for last week and, of course, yesterday. Yeah, our dry that. run last week was yeah. uh, tricky, but today you sound great. You sound like you're in the room with us. That's all that matters. Uh, so we're going to dive right in. Of course, this segment's all about recommending books. And sometimes, you know, we'll get into a whole genre discussion, but uh, I have no idea what you're bringing today. So tell us what uh, what you got flying. What's going on? All right. So, yeah, I've turned on my, my video here so you can, oh, you can very nice. share that if you want to. But yeah. hey. I'm happy. Um, so I'm really, really excited to tell you guys about this book. So um, the way I know about this book is really an interesting and fun story. But go ahead. The name of the book is The Wakeful Wanderer's Guide to New New England and Beyond by Jim Infantino. Oh, I've now, never heard if, of this. If the name Jim Infantino rings any bells, it might be for a couple of reasons. One, um, Jim is the lead singer of the band Jim's Big Ego, who did uh, songs like Stress and uh, The Ballad of Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those are Jim. Also, fans of the TV show The Flash might remember around season three, there was an episode called Infantino Street. Yeah. And- Wait, is the Ballad of Barry Allen about Barry Allen the Flash? Yes. It is? Yeah, we've even played that and we lost Amy. Oh. But yeah, no, he's he's they're big into um kind of the pop culture comic book uh kind of um I didn't uh, know related that. songs. That's yeah. great. I have no idea that there I want to say we've even played that one on the show as part of uh something. Oh, we might have. Way right. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, way back. Amy, you still there? Do we have you back, Amy? Am I am I back yeah, here? Yeah, you're back. You're good. Literally, Discord just kicked yeah. me out. Yeah, it so, said, hey, right. we're welcome to this week uh, in, in the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just all of a sudden just boom, it was gone. And I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Straight, no. straight up, I blame uh, Amazon. It's their fault. Okay. Bezos. It's, yeah. Bezos. it's Bezos and his damn weenie rockets. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> his weenie rocket. I mean, I, we talk about shaped like a penis all the time, but no one's ever yeah. said weenie rocket to me. That's great. <laughs> That's great. That's I the did new that name. because Amy is on, and I didn't want to say the word penis. Yeah, no, I get you. She's like a sister to yeah. us. We can't say penis well, to our sister. I can't say that in yeah, front of Amy. No that good. word. Anyway, well sorry, done, Brian. Well done. So we, we could, while you were gone, say, Brian. Brian see how I didn't confirmed. Say penis? No, you can say penis all you want. Say penis all day. Uh, no, Brian. No. Brian confirmed that the Barry Allen in reference here was uh, was in fact the Flash, which I did not know. That's kind of cool. So that's where we yeah. were while you were gone. Yeah, yeah. So Jim is actually the ne- the nephew of Carmine Infantino, who originally was was one of the original artists who drew the Flash. Yeah. Um, so and, and had a great run on uh, in with Marvel doing the Star Wars comic book. Like I for a long time, like eighty issues or something. Carmine Infantino was uh, was the man, was the artist. That's pretty cool. Okay. I, I, why those names aren't ringing a bell to me? I don't know. I usually know a lot about that old stuff, but. This one, this one's not ringing for me. I don't know why. But anyway. Well, it it will now. Okay. Sweet. Now you'll remember it. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jim is uh, mainly I know him from his singer songwriter stuff, and you know because I really enjoy all of Jim's big ego and and all of his music. And he started doing a thing towards the beginning of the pandemic where he was doing sort of these. He calls them his solo and isolation concerts, mm-hmm. where he was basically just him um, hanging out in his office, you know, by himself and his guitar, and and it was great. And there, you know, we had a little. It was like this, you know, we had a little chat room and whatnot. And then he started doing kind of a little Zoom after party, 
with those. And my husband's a huge fan. And so he was all excited, like, oh, should we should we do it? Should we join the, the Zoom after party? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's Carmine. Okay. <laughs> um, cool. That's Uncle Carmine. Um, and uh, so anyway, so we joined the Zoom and then basically we became friends with this guy who we've kind of thought of as a as a rock star for several years, mm-hmm. um, which was pretty cool. And then it turns out he was writing a book um, and it's now turned into a series of books and it's speculative fiction. He calls it a post-apocalyptic cyber hippie travelogue. Oh, <laughs> um, so. you kind of had me at all that. All of that. That all sounds yeah. great. So it's it's a really interesting look at what would happen if, you know, a combination of climate change and economic collapse just completely turned our society inside out. And it was it's it's really really interesting cuz you've got these two different factions of people. Um there's like the traditionalists who are sort of refusing uh technology and they're refusing anything, you know, sort of medically new. Sure. Um might sound kind of appropriate for this period of time. Sure. Um, And then there are uh, the interconnected and the interconnected have completely issued all sorts of traditional economics and everything is based on like imagine a world where your the number of likes you get on Twitter is actually like determines how well you live. Oh. Like there's no there's no money, there's no economics. It's all based on how well liked you are. That seemed like the the Black Mirror. Yeah, thing. Black Mirror yeah. episode reminds me of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? Wasn't that yeah. the deal? Is yeah, with uh, Howard, um, Ron Howard's daughter with three names. Uh, oh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, it was yeah, the one she with had, her that had she, that same kind of thing. She went, went everywhere with a phone device thing, and they would always yep. your social get, status was determined by your number, the number of stars on your profile. Yeah, that's right. nice and dystopic. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really interesting, and this it even goes a step further because most people who are interconnected, um, they kind of communicate telepathically Mm. and um so a lot of people literally don't talk anymore um and it's it's sort of a giveaway if you you know if you if you talk out loud you know with your mouth um (laughs) so it's it's interesting it's sort of like now where you can kind of tell you know if you go out in a public space the people who are are not wearing masks you know um whereas you know with in in this world if people are talking out loud it's it's a bit of a giveaway so but it's really really interesting and it's it it talks about like you follow this one guy who literally he just he doesn't live anywhere he just sort of wanders around and he has his little blog that people follow and he he wanders around to the different tribes and sort of uh documents you know what their what all their customs are like and everything and then there's a whole story with this woman named helen and it all gets really really fun and interesting and um it's a bit in the the beginning it's a bit like lost where you're like what the heck is going on here what's the full name of the book um, again just so i'm I'm gonna show it up on the chat here it is the the wakeful wanderer's guide to new new england and beyond guide the new new england and beyond that's a big title 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. So the series is just the wakeful Fiona wanderer's Apple. guide. Did Fiona Apple write that title? <laughs> yeah, it was very Fiona Apple. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, so the the yeah. second one, the second book in the series is called uh, "The Wakeful Wanderer's Guide to Disillusionment." So, okay. and then there's there's actually going to be a third one, where I'm really excited about the third book. He ha- he's writing it now because um, he's putting in a character who has narcolepsy because you know all the characters the interconnected people have these interesting you know mental implants, mm. and so he sort of goes into, okay, well, how would, how would somebody who has a neurological condition handle having some of these implants? Yeah. And, uh, so he consulted with me about what it's like to have narcolepsy. (laughs) I forgot you had that. So can I ask you a question about that? I hope it's not too personal to ask you this. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, go ahead. So I've never, excuse me. I've never known anybody with narcolepsy, although we did have a neighbor who I just didn't know, but there was somebody who fell asleep at the wheel of the car and it was their first, uh, instance of the oh, condition. Oh, jeez. It's they, a horrible time to discover you've got it. No kidding. And they slammed into a tree. They're okay. Everything's good. But the car got all banged up. Um, and then from then on, they couldn't, I think they couldn't even get a license or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my question is, is that true? Like, can you not, do they not let you drive if if you have a clinical case of, of narcolepsy? Well, so it depends. Um, in my case, I can drive. I'm fine. Um, but, uh, you know, you have to go and see a neurologist and you have to be, I, I literally have to go see my neurologist, even though my case of narcolepsy is fairly mild. Yeah. Um, I have to go see him every six months to a year um, for that reason, because he's like, look, you know, you're my patient. And so if if something happened and you were in an accident, I could be responsible for that. Uh-huh. Um, so I have to go in and check in with him. But mine is very mild. Um, there's actually, and and Talia could actually probably speak on this pretty well because it's a neurology thing, but um, there's like three different things that, that uh, three different symptoms of narcolepsy that show up. One is like excessive sleepiness. And uh, so it's not really like it is in the movies where yeah. you just all of a sudden a snap of a finger, you're asleep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, um, but part of it is a thing called cataplexy where cataplexy is almost like the reverse of a seizure. Um, it's just like all of a sudden your muscles just all collapse. Like you oh, just wow. have no, you just have no muscle tone and you just is it like Just a like a over. like a real? It, it's probably not a relaxing feeling. It's probably kind of scary. Well, right? yeah, if you're awake, certainly, because like what cataplexy is typically for is sleep paralysis. Yeah. So you know how like you know people who have um, somnambulism, you know, i.e. sleepwalkers, they have the opposite of this, where they don't have enough sleep paralysis to keep them in bed. Oh, I um, see. And okay. so that's what it is. It's like the opposite of that where you have too much of it. And so when even when you're awake, you can just fall over. I don't have that part, which is yeah. what makes it not dangerous <laughs> for me to drive. Right. No kidding. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have you ever had anything oh. where you were like in the middle of something like talking or in front of people or anything where you're just like, oh, OK, here we go. And then just like fell into some sort of, you know, version of what you're talking about. Is that, is that well, ever happened to you? Thankfully, not when I'm in front of people and talking to people. Although I have to admit, I was a little bit tempted to just go. You yeah. know, when we started, say, could you that. pretend like if you're in a like, really boring meeting, you can be like, "Oh no, my narcolepsy!" Oh no, this yeah. is bad. I better oh, go. No. I better leave. Yeah, I get it. Boring meeting, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I have absolutely like openly slept in the middle of a boring meeting. Like no lie. Did you leave? Um, you should leave home that day with like hand drawn eyeballs on your eyelids, just in case. <laughs> 
something goes weird. Um, well, there was there was some video taken of me, which was kind of fun. But oh, yeah, no. um, oh, oh man. But yeah, so um, they actually when you when you first think, okay, well maybe there's something. You know, I'm sleeping a lot, and there's maybe there's something wrong with me. One of the things they have you take is the Epsworth sleepiness scale. And it's like 17 or so questions about like how likely you are in a in a given scenario to fall asleep. And it gives you like a whole bunch of different ones, like driving a car or if you're a passenger in a car or if you're in a meeting or watching a movie or reading a book, you know, all, all these different. And they're they're all, you know, varying <laughs> With, in scale. Yeah. With 17 questions, I think I'd be asleep by question 13 <laughs> or 14. So. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the real test, right? It doesn't have anything to do with how you answer. It's how far you make it sure. through the uh, 17 questions. Do you ever, so well, since you're an avid reader, that's one of the questions. Like, is does reading put you oh, there yeah. or does it, or do you feel like, uh, I don't know, do you feel like yes. that's the one case for another? That is, that is one reason why I read so much is because it actually does turn my brain off enough to where I can get good sleep at night. Because a lot of oh, the, wow. the flip side of narcolepsy is that... It's really about the quality of sleep that you get at night yeah. more than it more than it is just sleeping all the time during the day. So uh, the thing with a narcoleptic is literally I could go to bed right now and fall asleep. No problem. It's mm-hmm. it's not about the amount I can get all the sleep I want. I'm still going to be tired. And it's because of the quality of sleep that I'm getting. Narcoleptics tend to spend too much time in REM sleep. Oh, so, um, yeah, so we don't get enough of, like, the deep restorative sleep. Mm. And so that's why we're tired all the time. Yeah, sleep's so. weird, man. Sleep stuff yeah. is yeah. so weird. Like, the science on it is getting, obviously, we know more and more these days than we used to know. But, you know, back when I was young, it was like, ah, it's seven hours is too much. Get up, you lazy whatever. And then, you know, oh, I slept like crap last night. Nobody really thought more about it than that. But it's like deep it's like you know you need it your body's got this crazy cycle where if you're not getting like good like you said restorative sleep you're kind of screwed no matter which end you're on like whether you're on your end of too much REM or like me not enough (laughs) you know it's just it's bad for you so yep um, yep that's why sleep hygiene is important and so thus I became an avid reader because it's way better to read a book before you go to bed than it is to be looking at our little handheld screens all the time i'll bet yeah what's so. what's the frequency of being in rem sleep <laughs> yeah. yeah ask kenneth yeah ask kenneth <laughs> he's the only one that knows um all right well uh sorry we took you on a little off-road there that's interesting yeah, we, as heck. oh no it's okay yeah. i was i was cracking up because i was like suddenly i'm 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 doing bobby's segment i guess well you know what's <laughs> what's interesting about what you've described about the book though is you know everybody's kind of got their little in uh, idiosyncratic conditions or whatever um, that reminds me of this season or this, this first and only season of Hawkeye. There's a, there's a main character who's, uh, who's deaf. I won't give much else away, but, um, I really like how they mm-hmm. deal with it. Like it's not, yeah. it's not just a throwaway like, Oh, she's deaf. That means she's got a weakness or whatever. Like she uses it to her strength and it's like this crazy, it's very cool. Like I, I really like it how is. they've done that. And I like stories like that where, book authors or, or writers aren't afraid to approach that stuff in a in a different kind of narrative way. I don't know. It sounds like that's what's going on here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and in fact, Jim kind of addresses some of that because some people who like with physical disabilities, um, as far as things like that, like blindness, deafness are actually kind of 
quote unquote cured by the implants, especially, you know, deafness is kind of not an issue as much when nobody's talking anymore. Everybody's uh, communicating telepathically. Um, But uh, also people like uh, with, you know, autism um, to the point of being nonverbal suddenly can can participate much more in in a society like this. And so it's really it's really very interesting, like, um, you know, kind of looking at, you know, how how this how how something like this and our our intimate relationship with technology can change our relationships to each other. Mm. Um, it's a it's a really I honestly it's a really great book and I'm I'm excited for the third one to come out so it's a it's a really good series totally recommend and Scott I definitely think you would like it because you know it's post apocalyptic so yeah you know I like those um, that's for sure yeah uh, again that book is called I have it right here because I wrote it down and then I skipped ahead and I'm an idiot where did it go Re- <laughs> repeat the name of the thing for us will you please it is the wakeful wanderer's guide there it is. Uh, go get it now. Available wherever you get your books, including uh, looks like it'll be good on my my Kindle Paperwhite. Yep, uh, it is on, available on Kindle. Um, <clears throat> also, you can go to you can go to Jim's website um, and and get it f- directly from him. I think it's like wakefulwanderers.com. I'll put that in the chat because um, I want to make sure I've got the right website there. Yeah. Um, sorry, should have looked that up before. No, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> looks like it's just it might be just jiminfantino.com. I don't know. I'm not sure. But if you, you do a quick Google, Google search, Google search, look on Google, a Google search. <laughs> yeah, look on Google.org. Um, no, Google it and you'll find about a hundred <laughs> results or in my case, duck, duck, go it and you'll find it. Uh, well, very cool. I love this segment. I think it's great. It's a cerebral. Hey, reading books is still cool, man. Kind of uh-huh. deal. And I like it. Uh, but I hope it doesn't put you to sleep ever while we're talking. That would be a bummer. Oh, no, 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 never, never, <laughs> All right. never fall well, asleep. Never. Hopefully never bore you on here. <laughs> Uh, tell people where they can find more of Amy these days. Where can they go? Oh, yes. So you can follow me on Twitter. I'm uh, Amy Robinson VO on Twitter. Um, I'm I'm also you know in all the Frog Pants Discord chats and all that stuff, and uh, on TikTok as Red Fraggle Three. Yep. And I'm about to start a new series. I think I'm probably going to start it at the beginning of the year, where uh, with me and a puppet doing chuck says weird stuff <laughs> i remember you talking so. about that before it's awesome yeah, yeah. i wanted yeah. i would you should have a narcoleptic puppet story that's what you should do oh that yeah. would be great yeah that's a great idea yeah and then it'd be educational. All of a sudden, like puppet falls asleep yeah. that's a great idea. <laughs> have him fall asleep at the wheel and wrap his volkswagen around a tree i think it'd be great <laughs> uh amy have a fantastic week and we'll see you i guess next we, we still have a show next week, right? Thursday? It's we do. Christmas yet. As far as I know, yeah. yeah. The Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we do. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I look forward to totally it. totally up for a show next week. Awesome. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Cool. It's Amy. We'll see you later. Take Bye care. Now. Thanks. I really like this segment. I do, too. It's a great addition. She's delightful, is why. She is. Yeah. You know, she could talk about anything, and it'd be, and it'd be absolutely delightful. So, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I, chat room, I know it's a little insensitive about the car thing, but that was a callback to the earlier discussion about car, cars and trees. Okay, <laughs> everyone calm down. All right, that's the read this segment. Very cool. We love it. All right, let's get to uh, some news stuff this week. Here you go. And dance by the light of the moon. It's your Thursday news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by Ian Levenstein. Here is what he says. For the past few years, I've been a co-host of one of the longest-running comic book podcasts on the internet, Comic Geek Speak. 
You can find us at ComicGeekSpeak.com and on YouTube at YouTube.com slash ComicGeekSpeak. Go check it out today. Nice. Always can go for more comic stuff. Very cool. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. The heck do you mean? All right. Check it out. It's my deal, Wade. Here's, uh, here's your first headline of the week uh, or the day. Death metal band Omicron won't change its name. Good. Yeah, I say lean hold into on. it. Yeah, stay where you're at. Listen. We didn't we didn't change it for TMS when the morning show came out on uh, Apple TV Plus. That's right. If, yeah, but that's not a virus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Well, that, no, that's nah. not killing people. Yeah. But uh, I mean, Delta Airlines didn't change it. There's a Greek diner somewhere out there. Um, I saw the post about it, but I can't remember where it was. Called Omicron Diner, and they're not changing. They're not changing it either. So yeah. they're not going to go back and change all those Futurama episodes to be from something else Percy I ate it's right. always going to be Omicron. did you did you uh, copy that audio that got sent to us yesterday by chance no where I'm giving what? you a link right now but, but, this is great was this email I'm putting it this? in our discord chat click that okay I'm clicking it oh okay how to pronounce Omicron the Star Trek way it says so here's the uh, I'm clicking it here we go let me unmute that turn up the volume <laughs> How to pronounce Omicron, it says. Omicron. 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 But they, but they did it both two ways. <laughs> yes, you hear Omicron and Omicron. Okay, that's great. What an awesome! Isn't that, isn't that great? I don't know who put that together, but that's really, really good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, now y'all name know. all those Star Trek people audience that just heard this uh, the audio version. <laughs> <laughs> J.K. Grammer's got a good one. Omicron. I like that. Omicron. Omicron. Oprahcron. All right. Oprahcron, anyway, Omicron. There you go. Ah, the old Letterman reference. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Uh, well, anyway, this band, uh, they say that uh, they say not meaning the band, but the world. The world says that there's no <laughs> such thing as bad publicity, right? All publicity right. is good publicity. Well, the Belgian death metal band Omicron will not change its name despite sharing it with the new COVID variant. The group's founder and lead guitarist, Philippe, Philippe Delahout. Del Told Sky News things were really crazy when the latest coronavirus strain hit the headlines and that his colleagues had considered a switch. But he said they decided against it in the hope that it might lead to more people listening to their music and help vanquish, quote, the bad association with Omicron. Except he said it like Probably this. Probably not. The bad association with Omicron. <laughs> That's what death metal is. Probably won't vanquish the bad association with Omicron, but uh, people will be able to... You know, figure out whether they're talking about the virus or the death metal band. Yeah, they'll get over it just like Delta Airlines. It's fine. Yes, exactly. You know, we lo- we dodged a bullet because Delta used to own the rights to have our stadium for the Utah Jazz named after them. So we had the Delta oh, Center really? for years and years and years and years. It was always yeah. the Delta Center. Delta Center is a bad name during the Delta variant. Like, Yes, it is. It's the, the center, center of Delta, of Delta right yeah. there. <laughs> Which is probably more true than I'd like to say um let's see hey by the way just a side note discord and zoom a perfect parody right now when you move your mouth i hear the words come out yeah he uh it seemed to have got better as time went on got very got great yeah Yeah. so for whatever reason we thank the gods above for (laughs) for all of that um let's see we thought about building our album which is next spring and putting it together says mr del hout 
Uh, but then the news hit in November and people started getting in touch with us. The attention is cool, but we don't want people to think we are using the disease to get our band widely spread. So there's a delicate balance there. Of, yeah. yeah. Not, don't take advantage of it, but also, you know, don't cha- you don't have to change it. They're not calling their new album Variants. No. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> Make would... sure to get the new album. <laughs> Very Omicron Variants. <laughs> I hate death metal. Sorry, guys, but I hate it. I just I can't do that whole. I can't either. The, the Cookie Monster voice. Yeah. I'm so glad Tristan doesn't listen to that stuff anymore. Oh, was he over it then? He's it's, he's over it. Okay. He's past it. Yeah, yeah. Nick's Nick's sort of over his mumble rap era, uh, era kick mm-hmm. that he was really into toward the end of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, he still likes a good amount of hip hop, but I do too. So you know, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's fine. But the real mumbly. As long stuff, as you like a good amount. Yeah, a good a amount. amount. Not a fair amount. Not a not a large amount, but a good amount. Carter is questioning. She's saying you don't like the Cookie Monster voice? No, at all, Carter. You know, you know this. I hate that. I hate death metal screamo freaking. And Carter's yeah. a little bit of a metalhead. She likes she likes all that stuff. And we were talking about Alice in Chains the other day, and she was like, oh, I love that band. And you know, her and I agree on most of the heavy metal stuff. I don't think she likes the screamo either, though. I don't think it really is her jam. So I'm not why I'm not sure why she's asking. But anyway. Uh where are we here? Hope she's feeling better. She might have an actual cold right now. Oh, yeah. It maybe an caught actual it. cold. Yeah, on top of the you know the the reaction of the the, the, the booster. booster reaction. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, we're still trying to figure it out. But so oh, she says, I don't oh. like screamo, but the death metal. But I like the death metal. It's about finding the good stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's something in there. Yeah, I'm sure the good death metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, Madigan says, how about Yacht Rock? Hey, give me Yacht Rock uh, 24-7. Can't get enough Yacht Rock. Nothing wrong with Yacht Rock. Anything that's got Kenny Loggins or Michael McDonald on vocals, I'm in. (laughs) He came from somewhere back in a long ago. I'm living under a bridge down in Santa Monica. You know Please them. give me some food. I love that you know the words. I don't know. Not any making of the up words. words. Those are not the real words. This is me going. <laughs> That's it. That's all I know. Uh, I like everything. There's nothing I don't like except modern country. I think it's garbage, but I like old country. I like, uh, you know, yeah. uh, uh, bluegrass, all that old stuff. Yeah, you and I have very similar, uh, similar tastes and all that. Mm hmm. Yeah, I like new stuff, old stuff, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. I love that that new. I can't get. It. I mean, I know it's it can kill you after a while if you listen to it too often. I suppose any any modern pop song, but that weekend post Malone uh, co- uh, collab song. Um, forgot the name of it. Anyway, the one that's out right now. Can't get enough of that song. Love yeah. it. It's great. By the way, our effort to get uh, Post Malone over for dinner one night, because he lives in Holiday and Park City, mm-hmm. has houses yeah. in three places here. Um, you know, we, we hit a bit of a roadblock, Brian, and here's what it is. Oh, no. Uh-huh. I'm still convinced, because um, Nick thinks... So, my son works at a place that, at night, they open up for for small concerts. Ever Everclear was there the other night. A lot of 90s kind of era stuff. Um, and Everclear is not young anymore. Holy crap. No, anyway, they're not. Uh yeah. Uh, one of them that, that they've been trying to get and they think they're going to get it is Post Malone because Post Malone's huge into like um, the other stuff this club does yeah. which is a lot of leather stuff and boots and things that they're super into and it's an expensive kind of high roller kind of place it seemed like somewhere he'd go um, anyway so there's been discussion he might even perform so there's a connection there we might be able to say 
hey, my mom really wants to make you dinner one night. And he seems like the kind of guy, he seems like the kind of guy who would say, oh, yeah, totally, I'd totally do that. He seems like that kind yeah. of dude. Like, he shows yeah. up people shows up at, like, Magic the Gathering games in the middle of town for no reason. Uh, in Walmart, he'll just show up and buy Magic car. He loves Magic. He's super into it. So, wow. all of this, here's the roadblock. I heard an interview just two days ago on YouTube where somebody asked him what his hygiene is like. Okay. He showers. That's once. a weird question, by it's the a way. Weird question. To ask. It is a weird yeah. question. I think it's because he's a little ratty looking. You know, he just looks like he might be a little whatever. Uh, regardless, you know, I don't think you you don't go up to somebody and say, "Hmm, you look kind of shady." What's your hygiene like? Yeah, what's your hygiene like? It was a weird question, but he answered it and he said, "This is out of his mouth." He showers like once a week and doesn't use deodorant, and, oh. he, and he's kind of musky, is what he says. Now, I'm uh, not saying I'd turn him down entirely. I'm just saying, you know. Maybe we get him on the shower day, and then we get posted. Yeah, in the or house. or you wait until spring when you guys can eat outside. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, and apparently this is a known thing. You know, people know that he's just one of those guys, and it's fine. Whatever. There are a lot yeah. of people yeah. in Hollywood and, and music and stuff where they're all like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> Whatever. I, I, kind of, I would ask that same question to uh, Adam Duritz of the Counting Crows. Yeah, uh, just out of curiosity. Yeah, how you doing there, Captain? Yeah, how's your Crow? hygiene, Adam? Yeah. Can you count all the ways that your crow hygiene is working for you? Uh, let's yeah. see. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, it's time with Randy. We're gonna we're gonna we moved a segment. We've moved Catwoman from yesterday and, to today. And we're gonna move him to the top of the segment because he has a hard cutoff. Oh shit! Hello. All right. Well, we'll we'll do that right away. Uh, so that's happening right after this. Uh, no Wendy today. She's in uh, she's in post COVID booster mode. So she's not here today. So sorry, everybody who's looking for help for their real problems in life. You're going to have to wait a week. Uh, but Randy will be here after this. So Brian, let's play a song and then we'll get to it. What do you got? Yeah. Well, what's cool about this is that Amy sent it to me because it's connected to her Read This segment. Uh, this is Jim's Big Ego. We were talking about Jim Infantino and, uh, and the the author of the um, Wakeful Wanderer's Guide that was talking about it earlier. Um this is a song from his band. It's called uh, Utopia. He decided it was the best one um, to go with our discussion of that book. Uh, it's fantastic. Here is Jim Infantino and Jim's big ego and the song Utopia. I had a dream and then my dream became a day job. Now I cannot find a friend to listen to me complain I had a scheme, but then my scheme became a nightmare I gotta find a scheme to fix it I wanna sail away to Utopia Utopia Further and further on the edge of the horizon Utopia Utopia Come about We're tacking To Utopia I had an idea And so I became A leader Something has gone I didn't see it coming If I had a song Then I could make it sweeter Standing in the public square So they could hear me strumming Utopia 
know this but i i don't just make podcasts i like them i like to consume them and in particular there's one show i want you guys to know about today american scandal it's a podcast from wondery and it takes you deep into the heart of america's dark side to look at what drives cutthroat competitors to succeed no matter the cost whether it's legal or not in this new season the pentagon papers they explore the highly controversial leaked documents that led americans to demand an end to the catastrophic war In the 1960s, Daniel Ellsberg was a young government official. He discovered that U.S. leaders were secretly escalating a war that they knew they could never win. Thousands of men were being drafted each year, only to be senselessly killed in that war. Once Ellsberg recognized this terrible truth, he made the bold decision to leak the documents. These are also known as, yeah, the Pentagon Papers. So... He knew that the consequences could be dire, but he did it anyway. And in this story about self-sacrifice and justice, you're going to have a great time. It's just a really educational listen. It's also the story of Ellsberg's transformation from government operative to anti-war whistleblower and how his actions altered the course of American history. Listen to American Scandal, The Pentagon Papers on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your shows. You can listen one week early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Today's episode is also brought to you by our good friends at Bombas. Ah, Bombas. They're back, baby. We love these guys. They make socks that are comfortable, look great, come in a variety of options and colors. And uh, for every sock, pair of socks you purchase, did you know Bombas donates a pair to someone in need? That's my favorite thing about these socks. They're also great socks, but they're made from super soft material like 
uh, merino wool, pima cotton, and even cashmere. Mmm, cashmere. But also makes them the perfect comfortable winter uh, layered item, you know? Like, we got snow right now. I got two feet of snow. Guess what I'm wearing? Bomba socks. Anyway, everything they make is seamless, tagless, soft, luxurious, cozy. And for everything you do, there's a pair of Bomba socks to use as well. Uh, performance styles for every sport. Holiday styles when you're feeling festive, like right now. Plenty more. Bombas has the coziest gifts for everybody on your list. And they got these really great boxes, too. So even if you don't wrap, like I hate wrapping, uh, these look great. And I, I'm you know happy to just do the gift and get straight to it. Socks are one of the most requested clothes items in homeless shelters and in that, uh, you know, in that order. That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. That's pretty rad. Bombas mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So, this holiday, when you give Bombas to somebody on your list, you're also giving them to someone in need. It's a give-give. Go to bombas.com slash TMS and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash TMS for 20% off that first purchase. It can't be done. It won't go. It won't fly. It won't work. We can't do it. What's the use? Well, you could probably put a lot of recipes in there. The morning stream. back everybody hey hey brian tell me that song yeah. one more time sure that song again is utopia by jim's big ego uh from the album free from 2008 very or maybe it's just a free album i don't know one yeah. of those two very very nice yes. all right we're adding randy to the mix and we're gonna do randy. this is gonna be great that music means Randy's here. It's time for recommendals. Yeah. Normally uh, Wednesday, but not 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 this week. Yeah. It's today. Randy, thanks for being so delayable. We appreciate it. Oh, happy, happy. <laughs> I'm very very happy. Yeah. We I love, appreciate I, your delayability. Yeah, it's I, I love this so much. I I really have been like trying to follow all the suggestions. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a bit much. So like this week, I'm going the other way. Yeah. We're we're reversing course. Yeah, it happens wow. uh, okay. when when you guys when we have you know two of the three of us recommending really cool stuff, and then you know we're trying to recommend our own unique things but you also really like what everyone else is talking about it's hard to Mm -hmm. keep up i've found it is yeah Yeah. totally is tricky and 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 i'm just gonna i'm gonna say like this is a black black mental i'm pulling this week but i went into it expecting to have some appreciation for it because well i'll 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 get to it in a minute but it's just like it's just it's just weird it's weird when you feel you think oh there's gonna be something here and it turns out no 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 this is like really bad yeah yeah there was a recent uh ryan reynolds and Uh and the rock thing that Mm. uh Mm. i had high expectations for we watched it Mm. it was yeah i've heard terrible things about it i hear it's well and And like this is recommendals, so it's it like doesn't I, follow the laws of physics or I, anything. Like I, you know, like I, I'm not going to come in here and and talk a lot about things I don't want you to see. That what I just I just hit something this week that's like, oh, I need to make sure people 
prevent themselves from losing their, you know, two hours of their life to this. Yeah, crap. this is a civic duty you're you're performing. Exactly. I think, yeah, I think that's important. All right, well, our community appreciates it. Let's start things off with some clips from Brian Ibbett's choices this week. There are. Oh two no, I think we're usual. doing Randy first. Oh, we doing you first, Randy? Up. We got to give you a thing. All right, so we'll do you. Well, we first. Can, yes, we can go in the usual order. You sure. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll make okay. sure this works. So, Brian, set us up for your first one. There. What do you got there? Well, it's funny. Both of mine are films. Yeah. And both of mine are music related. Um, the first one is uh, more of a biography. Ooh, all right, I'll play it and see what we get. Well, clearly somebody upset this girl. Who is it? And, you know, for years, no confirmation. She's classy. She didn't talk about it and shit. Everyone thinks it's um the guy from some TV show. <laughs> it's funny, though, because I was dating so many more people than just him. But because of You Ought to Know and people saying it was about Dave Coulier... All this attention was like she dated one person. Who's the person? Who gives a f? It's the experience. All I know is I wouldn't want to be him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't care who he is, but I hope whoever he is, he went to therapy. There's been about eight people who claim the song has been about them. So I'm always just like, ooh, who said? You know, who said? <laughs> Interesting that you think that song's about you, huh? Oh, this is that oh. uh, bitterest pill thing deal. Uh, I, yeah. I love her so much. Like she's she's uh, on the Great North, mm-hmm. and she's just amazing mm-hmm. on that show. Yeah, really. Okay, uh, I didn't know she did anything uh, besides Dogma, and uh, you can't do that on television. They didn't. Did they? Maybe they mentioned the the Great North in the documentary, but um, that is the 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 uh, documentary called Jagged. Not bitterest pill. Although, what I should do is make you watch the Jam uh, documentary as well, Scott, so you can separate the two. Yeah, at this stage, I, I mostly do it for funsies, but yeah, I, know, I, I, I know still screw know. it up and forget. It's just the way yes. it is. Um, and the, the uh, make no mistake, the documentary is kind of about Alan- Alanis Morissette, but more about that album and the impact of that album. You have to obviously talk about Alanis's um, history, her upbringing, all that stuff, and you have to talk about what she's been doing since, but for the most part, it's about that album. And there's a lot of controversy with the documentary, which I thought was, okay, It's it's um, I think it's worth seeing, but it's not like a drop everything and watch it. Kind of like I feel like get back is a drop everything and watch it kind of thing, but um, is that well, and also this this comes with a like a, a a feature podcast, right? So like for all you all you people who are looking for more what podcasts in these your life, days, yeah. though, yeah, right? Well, let me ask you this: so uh, she yeah. uh, is the reason I heard Kevin Smith on that is the dogma connection? Is that yes. why? Yes. Are they, are they like yeah, there's a lot of people. Um, uh, you got Kevin Smith. You've got uh, this producer that just fawns over every lyric and says. Uh, rain on on your wedding day. Who comes up with a brilliant lyric like that? Everyone he seriously says that. Yeah, yeah uh, didn't answer two questions. It didn't answer. It didn't confirm that you ought to know is about Dave Coulier. Although I think we all pretty much know that it's about Dave Coulier. And uh, it also didn't answer the question about why is everything an ironic, not ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. However, right? every other question you may have about it, I I did not realize that. Um, Oh, and now I'm blanking on his name. The drummer for Foo Fighters is uh, was her drummer for oh. um, all all those years of touring. Yeah, I forget. And, uh, I always because Dave Grohl plays drums. I always forget who the drummer for Foo Fighters is because it's not Dave right. Grohl. 
<laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It throws me off. Yeah, so but... <laughs> Claire's like, Dave Grohl's the drummer. No. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, thank you. Yes, Taylor Hawkins was Alanis Morissette's band's uh, drummer for a long time. Yeah. That's interesting. So is it? So, so a, why is she? Because apparently the controversy yeah. part of it was she was mad or something, right? And and I did a deep dive and tried to find out specifically what Alanis was so mad about this time, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> she said that she was misled about the documentary that they went places that she didn't want to go, and there was a salacious. Um, the the interview was more for salacious purposes, which I don't understand because the the documentary goes into her, into detail about her life, her upbringing, her um, uh, her uh, influences, and what she's doing now, and it doesn't paint her in a bad light, and it doesn't it doesn't make you dislike anything about her. Mm. But for whatever reason, she hasn't been specific about it. She does not like this, this documentary. Did she, um, did they get into any of the stuff about uh, Woodstock 99 and and her performance there and, or any of that stuff? Not at all. No. And it's, it's because I don't know why, but this is, also from the same people who did the, I mean, it's part of the music box series. Um, oh, that, it's that same Woodstock series. 99. Oh, okay. Same series. All right. So, um, that's interesting. Cause her why they didn't that, go into it, not, I don't know. It's not like there was anything huge from that other than she was one of very few female performers at the event. And it was an important part of the event because right as things were starting to go real gross, mm-hmm. she had finished up and was getting out of there. And it felt very like, woo, glad you got out of here when you did, sort of feeling. Yeah, no kidding. Because it got weird, man. That thing was weird. But there's uh, interviews with other other people in there. Shirley Manson from Garbage talks a lot about her and influences. You know, they both were uh, female leads in the 90s and um, talks about how difficult it was to be um, a female rock star singer in the 90s and how that album, that uh, jagged little pill album yeah. was such a uh, an influence and such a you know it was the biggest selling second biggest selling album of the 90s behind what i assume they never said it but i assume the bodyguard soundtrack is oh, was yeah. number one yeah if you count that um, one and i don't know if you should but yes i mean yes you sure you should <laughs> is it not an album it's a good al- no it's not even that it's a bad it's a good album it's just that movie movie soundtrack i don't know i don't know why i feel like they should compete in a different category i don't know why because yeah. there's a lot of pop stuff on there, right? Like, it's it's as big a pop stuff for Whitney Houston as she ever did. It's just because it's a movie and it's got Kevin Costner on the front of it with a gun, it just feels like it shouldn't be in the same category as just regular released music. I don't know why. I just looked it up. Two two albums that were bigger oh. sellers through the through the 90s. This is only okay. counting sales in the 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, then uh, Jagged Little Pill was number three. Number two was Shania Twain's Come On oh, Over. Come On Over. Yeah. And number one, Metallica Metallica. Oh, oh Metallica, really? Okay, the Black Album. Yeah. Nice. Well, good, as it should be. Yeah. Well, okay. So also, I just want to make the comment that uh, no pill with edges is a good pill. Don't take any pill that has edges Whether it's it. jagged or bitter. Yeah, don't, don't take don't take yes. either one. Or, but you could like squeeze it into a little cube of cheese and then yeah, just swallow it. Sure. Yeah. That's Maybe what that's how she should have taken her jagged little pill, like put in some bread, <laughs> some peanut butter. Squeeze it into a cube yeah. of cheese. That's great. Do you Somebody ever, do you ever give up. a dog a pill? Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you got a little bit of cheese? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Peanut just butter, cheese, sure. okay. whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, it's that like, one. Hi-yied so, into pilling some food. There you go. So that one, we're giving that a thumbs up then, are you? You liked it. 
I'm giving a thumbs up. It's not a drop it. Like if, if you only see one music documentary and we don't really call it get back a documentary. We talked about this on ANTP or pre NTP last night, get back. Isn't as much a documentary as it is brilliant Beatles home movies. But if you are trying to decide between the two, go watch get back. And if you've got time, watch jagged. Yeah. Unless you're Justin but Robert Young, who thing. apparently really disliked the Beatles thing. He did. He was, he was talking some all kinds oh, of smack yeah. about that last night. Yeah. Well, he, he hates fun. Yeah. Um, my second thing <laughs> is, uh, uh, this is a biopic. Actually, let me rephrase that. It's not. It's more of an adaptation of a one-man play that's semi-autobiographical. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Okay. Parse, while you're parsing that sentence, uh, let's play the yeah, clip. Yeah, let's play the clip. Here you go. I'm lost. I don't know what the show is. Is it social commentary? Is it science fiction? And the music is the same thing. Is, is it rock? Is it Broadway? Is it both? It. Is it neither? Yes, Richard Kind. See, what did you yes. think? I have to say, I, I, I disagree pretty strongly, Walter. I think this is a musical that knows exactly what it is. Yes, yes, I, of course, yes, the absolutely. The world you've created is really original. It's fascinating. The problem is it's not particularly easy to follow the emotional thread. The details distract us from connecting with the characters. Does that make sense? Okay, okay, yes. Yes, we're on the same page here. That's exactly how I felt. We're saying the same thing, just differently. But the music, okay? I'm sorry. The music just wasn't there. I actually, I thought the songs were swell. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yes. The individual songs. I particularly like the one the young man sings at the end of the first act. First rate lyric and tune. Well done. Sounds like Bradley Whitford and Richard yeah, Kind to me. Exactly who those two people are. And I didn't even include any audio from the main character, the main actor in this thing. But that's Bradley Whitford as Stephen Sondheim and um, and uh, oh. uh, Richard Kind as Walter Bloom, head of uh, Musical Theater Workshop. Um, they are reviewing a show called Tick, Tick, Boom, which is a Jonathan Larson um, rock monologue. It's a one-man show monologue uh, done by the guy who also created rent and this is uh an amazing um yeah rest in peace jonathan larson who died right before opening night or or a little bit before opening night uh for rent and never actually got to see um that uh um i didn't know that that's terrible yeah. Yeah, and I'll tell you, it was. It was actually the an undiagnosed aortic aneurysm the night before Rent began previews off Broadway, so he never got to see uh, Rent um, go on, on that's stage. That's just insane. That's I mean, that's not quite the same as Sondheim just passing right before West Side Story premiered as in its new form. That's not the same right. though. It's sort of. I mean, it's similar. It's you know, yeah. he's not getting to see a new adaptation of his work. I feel like that's a yeah, it's similar. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you're, but but in the case of Rent, it's like probably a huge part of your life's work is suddenly ready, and now you die. Exactly. You know? Yes. Ugh. Yeah. He at least Sondheim did get to see several adaptations of West Side yeah. Story. Larson yeah. never got to see any adaptations of Rent. Yeah. Um, so this is so good. It's called Tick Tick Boom. And the the film is by Lynn, uh, produced by or directed by Lynn Manuel Miranda, as well as Brian Grazer and Ron Howard. Um, uh, directed and produced by them, and then directed by Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah. What's what's uh, great about this is the music, right? If mm-hmm. you like Rent, if you um, if you like any of that stuff, you'll love this. I'm blown away 
by Andrew Garfield, uh, Peter Parker in those in the second uh, set of Spider-Man films. Who knows if he appears in? The, uh, <laughs> but he he uh, portrays Jonathan Larson um, in this adaptation. It's I can't even say he's playing Adam, uh, Jonathan Larson. He's playing the John character in the Jonathan Larson tick tick boom. Ready, champ? Yeah. Why is that playing? Story. Sorry. I don't know. I, I'm IMDb, ready, champ. IMDb started playing for no reason. Sorry. Continue oh, on. Yeah. yeah. I like uh, him a lot, by the way. I just don't. I just want to make this clear. There's not enough Andrew Garfield in things. He should be in more things. Agreed. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. What was the um the, the war thing that uh oh uh, where he um, wouldn't kill anyone? It's the the Mel Mel Gibson yes, directed it was thing. So good. Yeah. Oh my god. I that still one, haven't that was seen one that. Of my, oh, it's that. you need to. Hacksaw Ridge, one of the, and that, in my opinion, should have been the winner of uh, the Oscars that year as a nominee. Well, everybody hates that Mel Gibson say, so he gets a little bit of pushback. Probably, yeah, it could be. Um, Anyway, uh, this also stars uh, Alexandra Shipp, who we know, some of us know anyway, as Storm from Mm -hmm. the uh, first-class X-Men movies, the... Sure. <laughs> the the non Halle Berry storm mm-hmm. uh, also has uh, Vanessa Hudgens doing some vocals and doing a really good job in there as well. Um, as I mentioned, uh, you know, Bradley I'm, Whitford. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just glad that you unpacked this because, like my my sort of initial understanding of it is just based mm-hmm. on seeing a poster and yeah. something like a description that I'm not reading really carefully on Netflix. Yeah. And that experience led me to believe that this was another Bo Burnham inside. Like oh, just, the, yeah. what I, just what, like the first glance, you no, know what I mean? Not at all. Yeah. 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 And it's not, no, this is uh this is excellent. It is, um, uh, the, like I said, the music is the standout thing of this. If you like, if you like Rent, you'll love this. But even if, even if you kind of like Rent or have never seen Rent, I think you'll still really like this. It's, um, it's infectious. It is so well acted, and I think it's got like a ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes right oh, now. So very it's, nice. yeah. it's well liked, well reviewed. Very good. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's, it's called uh, Tick Tick Boom, and it's on Netflix. By the way. Uh... I was just checking. I know the cast list is is now pretty much known for the new Spider-Man movie. I'm not going to spoil anything here. But nobody mm-hmm. told me J.B. Smoove was in here. Nobody told me that. Oh, really? I didn't know that even. <laughs> yeah. I love That's him. Cool. Leon is yeah. in Spider-Man. I'm so excited. Excellent. Excellent. He's the best. Mother you know, of I, I had to pee in a Gatorade bottle once. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I did that? Three times. You know how many times <laughs> I drank that bottle? Once. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny all right uh here's mine this is a old movie uh gentlemen this is a movie from 1988 i believe uh yeah i think so um it's a oh, movie yeah. he's jb smooth is one of peter parker's teachers he was in the previous one oh, was yeah. he? i don't remember that really yeah he oh, went to he went to europe with uh with all of them and oh that's right you know what i think i didn't I think I became. It was him and it was him and the dude from Dazed and Confused. Uh, I started, yeah, Martin Starr. I started late Star. with. I started late with uh, Curb, and I think I caught up with Leon after I saw those first. Two oh, movies. gotcha. Okay, I think Makes that's sense. why. All right, well, that's cool. All right, so anyway, uh, sorry. Here, please here go it ahead. is. Nineteen eighty-eight film. Uh, we'll see if the chat room can get this one. Here you go. I mean, it's only a matter of time before Serrano vanishes this guy from the planet, and I'm out four hundred fifty thousand. You're out four hundred fifty thousand on this guy. No. No. No, because I got you, and you're the best, and you're going to find him and bring him back. Yeah, right. 
How do you even know this guy is still alive? Because this guy is crazy. He sends postcards to Serrano. He's telling him what a great time he's having with his money. How much time you got left? Friday midnight, I default. I eat the full 50. This Friday? That's five days. Forget it. You go find him. Oh, Give Jack, me my money. All right, look, listen to me. All right, Bombat's got it. Uh, <laughs> Pants and uh, De Niro. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know, right? Uh, other folks cover. in this, Charles Grodin, Yafet Koto, love him. John Ashton's mm. great. Uh, Joey Pants, of course, you mentioned him. Uh, Dennis Farina, our big bad in this. It is 1988's Midnight Run, a movie I think is a, a per, almost a perfect film. Um, I, I, underappreciated genius. Oh, I, love I, it. I mean, underappreciated at the time. I feel like over the last 20 years, it's grown in esteem. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah, for sure. Some, there's just like It was just like a movie for the first 10 years that existed. And then yeah. something kind of people started calling it an influence and that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. I When I saw this with my friend Bill Evans in high school, we loved we loved this freaking movie. We thought it was amazing, and we couldn't wait to tell everybody. And everybody's like, "What? That's like my dad's movie. What are you guys watching that for?" Um, but it, we thought it was amazing and very funny. And as far as like road trip kind of buddy cop style, you know, treatments or whatever, I still think this is the probably the best one. I just love it. I like it more than all of the stuff from that era. I like it more than most of the things that you might point to now and say, Oh, the rock and Kevin Hart are basically making midnight run. It's better than all of those. And it's some of the best work, uh, De Niro's ever done in my opinion, because it's really the first time he gets to get comedic and still be a tough guy, but kind of, you know, do it in a new way. I think Charles Grodin is brilliant in it. I'm, you know, say whatever you want about Grodin's career or whatever. Uh, he's, he's incredible in it. It's very funny. It's got heartwarming moments. It's edgy and never pulls back from being afraid to be edgy. Uh, it's not, you know, afraid to let the swears fly real hard. Uh, the joke that the FBI never knows seems to know what they're doing, uh, headed by Yafit Koto, is actually funny. And usually that stuff is so trite and dumb and mm-hmm. stereotyped and tropey that I just can't get past it. Oh, Philip ba- uh, Philip Baker Hall's in this as well. I forgot about him. Oh. He's great. He's great. Um, one of my favorite Joey Pants roles, uh, an early one for him, obviously. It's funny. He's also in uh, um, Running Scared, which is a lot, you know, it kind of has oh, similar DNA. Similar, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, a little bit anyway. But uh, it's great. I love that movie. And I saw it on Netflix. Or no, let's see. Is that uh, HBO Apple Max? TV? Apple TV. Uh, no. Netflix? It's on Netflix. I Netflix see that. Netflix till the 31st. It, it gets okay. pulled after the 31st. So you got a little time. Do it quick. To watch it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I revere it in the same way I revere Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is actually... Again, similar film a little earlier, but similar in the in terms of like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe they're on the run and yeah, they got to be being on, the on run being for, on a uh, cross country trip with the worst person you can think of. Ba- uh, yes, absolutely. And there is kind of a they start in a plane, they end up on a train, and then they end up in a car. It's oh, like right. yeah. a lot of that same stuff in there. And the movies were I think two years apart, so I'm not you know I'm not suggesting they're ripping each other off or anything, but um, it's really good. And uh, it's weird to think that De Niro was 45 years old in this. Uh, it just, I, he, it's I, weird I, to think De Niro was ever 45. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just a weird thing to like, see. Yeah. Like taxi driver. I swear that guy's 50 in taxi driver. Do, I swear. Do we now, do we now think 45 is young? Because, uh, 
Yeah. Scott Johnson earlier called David Beckham a boy, and he's forty six. Yeah, I think we think <laughs> of I think we think of those ages as young now. Well, I mean, of course, when the, when you're older than that age, I think we yes, definitely of course do. You think, yeah. I, yeah, I also like I I was thinking when you guys were talking about narcolepsy, I I grew up with a uh, music teacher who I like I had many many years through like middle school and high school of this music teacher and so it's like she was like one of my most prominent teachers in all of my schooling and she had uh oh my gosh she had grand mal seizures every now and then and and uh, a part of her uh, uh like one of the symptoms of her disease was uh that she didn't want to take her own medication like the medication that would prevent this like she just like resisted it constantly yeah, yeah. and i anyway though like she she ended up dying she had a seizure while driving to work and she was at highway speed and drove off the road and into a tree oh jeez and uh anyway she died at 48 but when she was my teacher she was like early 30s yeah and I just remember thinking her uh, of her as so old. Yeah, <laughs> when I was fifteen, her name was Susan Diaz. Ms. Diaz was, yeah, I don't know, maybe fourteen years older than me, and she seems so old. Yeah, I know that's how we did it back then. If you were like <laughs> you know? 10, 10 to twelve years old, if you saw a twenty-five year old, you thought you were looking at the end times. Like it just it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work that way. But I wanted to say one other thing about Martin Brest. He's the director here, yeah. um, and you all know him from incredible movies like Beverly Hills Cop, which came before this, then Midnight Run, then Scent of a Woman, then Meet Joe Black eventually geely which made him leave the business <laughs> well we don't talk about that one. no but um that was 03 and he quit after that but um what a run of great films and yeah. this is i think it's my favorite of all of those and uh should be and it doesn't look old it looks like it was just made um there's old stuff like pay phones and all the things you see in these old movies sure those are there but uh it, it doesn't feel dated in that way the music maybe i guess it's a little trains planesy and automobilesy you know well wasn't it era. uh there i think there's actually a a song a david or a, yeah a danny elfman song that's used for both planes trains and automobiles in midnight run didn't um oh elfman do midnight run or no Am um, I? now that you say it i don't remember if i heard one the other night maybe um Oh yes. Gosh, that's, that's yeah, he so did hard. the uh, Midnight. Yeah, yeah, the TVZ gun. He'll still he'll back me up on this. Midnight Run was Danny Elfman. Yeah. Okay. But then there's one song that was the was an instrumental version of a song that Oingo Boingo later did that was used in the soundtrack of both um, Midnight Run and Planes. No, not Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Right. I think it was just Midnight Run. Okay. I, so was he credited as like soundtrack guy or something on this? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, I had no idea about that. Anyway, I love it. Uh, you should see it before it leaves. It's you know it's not really for the kids. It's pretty sweary, but uh, and occasionally a little violent. But for the most part, it's you know this is adult comedy. A cult, a, a adult. It's hard to call it even a comedy. It's not straight comedy. It's like something else. No, it's like a action adventure. Yeah, yes, comedy. but lots of comedy, <laughs> and it's and it's good, legit, earned comedy. It's not stupid, prat folly, dumb stuff. It's. It's funny and cerebral and amazing. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, uh, Randy. Now to you. I got a clip here. Do you want to? How do you want to set this up? Uh, it's just bottom line. I am looking at Netflix the other day, and this is the number two most watched thing on Netflix. Wow. And I'm like, okay, all right. I know it's based on a book that was really bestseller kind of thing yeah. years ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it a shot. All right. And then I watched it. 
and it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Oh, wow. And I just can't, okay. I just can't believe that. So I tried People to keep- People are so hungry for something new on Netflix. I don't care. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I Yeah. So I tried to like, yeah, yeah. Well, there's also, there's also a certain culture, subculture that's yeah. propping this, this thing up. And now I know that. But anyway, uh, listen to the clip. I'll tell you what it is. All right. Is. Here we go. Car leaves in 20 seconds. We got to go. Oh, let's go. Do you think the princess should have a red dress like mine? Red it is. Where's Missy? Missy! Where's Missy? Sorry, Mac. They haven't seen her. Missy! Missy! I was scared. I didn't know what to do. Possible suspect sighting. Ground teams found the truck in the mountains. I'm really sorry, Mr. Phillips. (laughs) (laughs) What a yell at the sky moment. Yeah, that's just all I was willing to give you. There's like... uh, So... (laughs) Uh, that was Sam Worthington's voice. Uh, this movie is called The Shack, and The Shack is a, like I say, a really, really popular novel from about six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, it was made into some kind of weird, weird horror Hallmark movie. Almost, it's it's hard to it's hard to explain how you get from there to here. But the basic story is that there's a man, Sam Worthington plays this lead who, when he was a kid, he grew up in the worst imaginable household. His dad was so abusive that this at 13 years old, he kills his father. That's how abusive (laughs) this was. Right. And so then, then he, you know, like puts a life together, finds a, you know, his wife and kids. And then at, uh, 40, he would like jump from 13 to 40. Right. Uh, and he's out like, uh, pushing some snow off the, the driveway and he falls down and hits his head. And then we suddenly have a, a second flashback to when he was like 30. And apparently, uh, he took his three kids to the, to the lake to go camping without his wife. He just, him and his kids. Yeah. And one of them, uh, the youngest, the girl gets kidnapped by a crazed, uh, you know, maniac, uh, and, and they, uh, end up finding her, uh, you know, uh, like raped and murdered in a shack in the mountains. Oh, hence the name oh of God. the shack. How many, okay. how, what are the, how many bad things can happen to one guy? <laughs> it's like, and it's not, and yeah, it's not just kidding. like, these aren't just bad things. These are the, the depictions of like the worst tragedies you can imagine. Right. So now we zoom back to Sam Worthington is 40. He's only got two kids now. His family is in tatters, right? His life, it's in tatters. His brother is Tim McGraw. Yeah. Uh, stunt casting. Sure. And okay. Tim McGraw, <laughs> and, you know, the country Tim artist, Tim McGraw, right? That's who that yeah, is. Yeah, Tim, Tim McGraw trying to burnish some uh, credentials with his Christian fans. Uh, I see. I <laughs> so, see. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm not kidding. Sam Worthington gets a magical letter uh, in the mail. He gets a magical letter from God. He takes it around and shows it to people. And that's the, one of the biggest plot holes I've ever seen. Cause if he hadn't shown this magical letter to people, then you could have understood that everything that happens from here on is just sort of happening only to him. But he, he, the letter tells him to go to the shack in the mountains where they found his daughter's like, blood-stained dress yeah he drives up there and then he meets god and god is uh, oh i I should say he meets gods multiple gods 
at first you think, oh no, he's just meeting the Christian Trinity God, which is Octavia Spencer as a father, and I'm forgetting the names of the actors who play Jesus oh, and um, the Holy pa- Spirit. Um, uh, but they're I, fantastic. Well, I see Graham Greene's in this. I love him. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's when you when you get to Graham Greene, you realize, oh, he's actually he's actually getting to talk to and and work through his problems in his life with multiple gods. This is not. This is a polytheistic take on christianity <laughs> interesting and it's um it's terrible and dave batista is the holy ghost <laughs> yeah yeah like it's terrible it's it's so bad that i had to stop at one point i just stopped and i'm like i don't even want to know how this how this ends <laughs> because he's because the movie is all about the problem of evil which is very very interesting to me mm-hmm. and our our lead character sam worthington is literally saying to octavia spencer as god the father um you have a problem of evil <laughs> here <laughs> like yeah. the your your problem is this thing that philosophers have talked about for centuries and I need you to answer for it. And God's like, nah, not gonna. Mm. I'm not gonna answer it. And it's just fascinating. Like, because then he got, he talks to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit's like, no, we're gonna talk about the Garden of, uh, you know, the Garden of Eden a little bit. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna answer for evil. Yeah. And then you know, he talks to Jesus about it, and then he ends up talking to a sort of like judgment God version of Octavia Spencer's character, and then he ends up talking to Graham Greene. It's fascinating how he just keeps he just keeps going to all of these different depictions of God and then and then he's not getting anything satisfying. So Jeez. I stopped watching it. But then I'm like, you know what? I need to know how this ends. I need to know if this guy like like does he go back to his life? And the answer is yes. And I, you do not need to watch. I'm trying to spoil the hell out of it because you should not watch it. <laughs> so why do you why do help, you, help keep other people from watching this? Thing? This yeah. being a 2017 film, why do you think this is so big on Netflix right now? What's because it just hit. It's, it's finally new. it's finally yeah. streaming for free to its audience. Okay, All and because right. uh, I never and, even and heard it, of this before. I thought it was like a Netflix original or something, but now it was like 2017. It was many years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, and I'm sorry to say, Sam Worthington kind of. Uh, there's a reason he has he he didn't hit it big after uh after his one big shot with uh avatar avatar like yeah. um he's all right i like him he, he's, he's okay like, he's okay in this role he's a handsome fella yeah, yeah he's dude. but like this is a this is a script that's just it's the worst drek drekamental oh. right here man it's just wow. like in the end um in the end by the way so he's he's gone into a spiritual realm in this journey. Right. Yeah. And he has to come back out of it and go into the real world. Sure. And the way they do that is they have him wake up from a car crash. <laughs> he never made it to the shack in the first place. <laughs> the, he was in a car crash all along <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, what? Uh, he's in all, he's been busy though, man. He's got all kinds of stuff in 2021, 22, 26, 28. Well, I guess I, these avatar sequels are all coming. He's in all those, but yeah. Um, if they ever, uh, if they ever come, yeah, if they ever happen, sequels. feels like we, I don't know. They say they're in post-production. I don't know what that means. There's, there's yeah. some really interesting discussions that have come out of this movie. So like, I'm like, if you actually have, if it's piqued your interest at all, just go search it up and look for like 
people's blog posts about it because mm-hmm. all kinds of modern philosophers, you know, internet philosophers have written a lot about the idea that Christianity used to be more polytheistic yeah. and that along the way there were a bunch of like a bunch of people like clamped down on that shit and were like, no, yeah. we, we, you know, like we may have polytheistic roots, but we can't. But then a, a, there's a lot of Judaism that has, has kind of stuck with it mm-hmm. and held to some polytheistic traditions from yeah. centuries ago. Yeah. And so there's this really interesting stuff here, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. go read about that and talk to, you know, talk to people about that. It's very interesting, but the movie, it's just garbage. And, and at the same time, the guy who plays Jesus, Oh, he's so good. The guy who plays Jesus in this movie is the guy that you would like to sit down and have a chat with. If you were chatting with Jesus. So, 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 uh, Benedict Wong, then that's who, uh, that's who I want to sit down and talk to. You, kind of the same. Yeah. Kind of some of the same yeah. stuff. Okay. Um, I just noticed by the way, Hacksaw Ridge, Sam Worthington was in that. I guess he's had decent roles. He's just, mm-hmm. you know, he's just kind of like a dude. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, do you guys want to put a dude in your movie? Well, I got good news for you. Here's good a guy. Who, we have a dude who <laughs> wants to be in your movie. Yeah, yeah. Guy who plays Jesus is named Aviv Alush. And I I haven't seen him in anything else. Like looking at his list, uh, and it's I don't get it. But um, great, I love that man. He's perfect as Jesus. This guy really captures what like what you in in our culture will think of as the the role you know mm. all right well i was curious about it It looked more like true crime to me but it sounds like it's nothing like that it's like some something else so but yeah it's talking to god it's like and, and it doesn't it doesn't start doing that until about halfway through the movie and so you're like you're like watching this poor soul's history and he's just getting tortured yeah. like the worst things that can dude kills his own dad at 13 yeah. like damn that's pretty hardcore yeah, but yeah yeah if you're gonna kill your dad at 13 is hardcore uh well well done <laughs> this is great uh all of these yep. recommendals and recommendals will be referenced in randy's tweets over there at yep. randy yep. deluxe I'll- so get in there, get in there and do it, man. Thanks, um, man. We'll at some point on a web page that will collect them all as I'm putting stuff together here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to, yeah, we're going to talk with you that. about, about how we can get that on the. Yeah. We could probably just make a public, a public non-editable freaking Google sheet for all we care. Like what? Well, yeah, I want to make it a little bit better than that, but if, yeah. if worse comes to worst, then yes, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah, we can way. do whatever, but you know, the, the main thing is we got to get them. We got to get these people the data. Gotta get him the data. Yeah, because people will be looking up and saying, "Oh, what was that thing that Randy recommended three weeks ago that he actually did like?" Did yeah. You know <laughs> yeah, I remember so, that. So, uh, speaking of things we like, we're uh, gonna sack uh, Jingle all the way, guys. I'm excited. It's been a long time coming. We try to find a Christmas movie mm-hmm. or two every year, and Jingle all the way has always sort of been on the on the, in the waiting list, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we're finally gonna watch it and sack it this weekend. And uh, me and Ibit I'm just, have never I'm, seen it. I'm so. stoked. Yeah. It's, it's such a good bad movie. It's having, like, having never seen it, I, I I don't even know what to expect. I know it'll, you know it's supposed to be comedic and it's Schwarzenegger doing one of his comedies, and that's all I know. I don't know anything else. Sweet, yeah. it's perfect, perfect so, setup. There you go. And uh, and then uh, I'll talk to you next week for more recommendals. I will pro- I will try to bring something good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, good luck to you on your journey to find something good. Uh, it's Randy Deluxe, aka Randy Deluxe, on Twitter. Follow him there. Not get AKA. It's Randy Jordan. Bye now. All right. Screwed that up. <laughs> hey, we're back. Yeah, we're back, everybody. Awesome. Hey, Brian, before we leave today, I assume there's probably a Coverville today. 
there will yeah. be a coverville today and because we're a week uh, a well a week away from uh, christmas eve it's time for some christmas covers today coverville is going to be the big christmas show every year i put together some great christmas covers uh this year nothing different as a matter of fact this year i'm doing uh the follow-up to something i did a couple of years ago where i did the oldest christmas songs and covers of them things like um hark the herald angels sing and oh come all you faithful and stuff like that we're flipping it on its head all the modern christmas carols covered so stuff that's newer than 1960 uh today being covered of course things like all i want for christmas is you last christmas wonderful christmas time a good cover of that and of course that great pogues and kirsten mccall song fairy tale of new york that is going to be today at twitch.tv slash coverville watch me play asteroids recharged while we listen to some great christmas covers very very nice uh you're gonna you're gonna do uh brax ding fries are done cover this year no of, uh, ding oh. fries are done ding fries are done Damn. no i'm not it's my favorite because carol of the bells is an old one too yeah that's true uh, all right, so watch water. for that today at 1, 1, 1. 1 p.m. 1, 1 p.m. Twitch uh, Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Excellent. If you're in the mood for some video game discussion, uh, tonight at uh, 5 p.m. Mountain Time, we'll be doing the Boop Show. Or, excuse me, Core is tonight. So, Core tonight, 5 p.m., me, John, and Bo, uh, giving it a, the good old-fashioned Core rip tonight. So, check that out. All right. Hey, uh, real quick, I want to thank some patrons for being a part of of why this show succeeds, and that is uh, the following names. Todd Baker. He went to patreon.com slash TMS and signed up as a grade A-plus member. Uh, we love that level and love when people join it. Thank you, Todd. Also, Nicholas Shorten. That's a great last name. I love it. Uh, he's <laughs> yes. also the grade A-plus. And at the grade A level, we got Brian Lawrence, all three great uh, supporters of the show. If you'd like to be like them and find out why it's great to be a TMS supporter, go to patreon.com slash TMS. S. Uh, what else? So, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Our email, all the other stuff is there. If you're looking for it, you'll find it. So, go check it out. Let's get out of here with a song. Do you have one ready? Yes, I do. Baloney Ninja wrote in. And speaking of things that are popular on Netflix, uh, hey, cats and kittens, there's a new cover that's just rocking the cages off of the petting zoo. Ugh. No explanation other than that is needed. Uh, signed, Baloney Ninja. P.S. Is it Baloney Ninja that knows the art of ni- Is it Baloney that knows the art of ninja or a ninja that has mastered the art of baloney? Who knows? It's a mystery. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that, but I like it. Um, by the way, I tried to watch the new season of... Uh- yeah. It's bad. Yeah, Tiger King it's is really it bad. Bad. It's not good. Yeah. They don't do anything. It's it's just more. They leaned into what made it weird. Well, they leaned into the stuff that was like shocking a year ago, and then went, "What if there's more of that?" And we really don't tell you anything new. That's it. It's just bad. It's bad. Ugh, really, bad. really bad. Well, and well, it good, bumps then me I'm out. Avoid it. Yeah, avoid it. Although the Doc Antle one I'm hearing might be better. That just came out. There's one okay. just, just about that guy, but. Yep. I hated it. It's, I, I didn't even do a Drekamental. I was just like, I'm going to pretend I didn't watch this first episode. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I blacked out and didn't watch this. Listen, yeah. when are we getting another season of Making a Murder? I really want to find out what's happened with those. Yeah, let's find kids. out. Let's not have another season where they don't really tell us anything. I'd like to know what yeah, the hell happened. Yeah, let's actually have some some stuff. Yeah. Uh, regardless, let's talk about Tiger King and uh, and that, Car- that bitch Carol Baskin. Uh, did she really kill her husband? Well, we don't know, but there was the song that uh that kind of played that up uh here it's being covered by yes the offspring yes gotta keep them separated (laughs) covering here kitty kitty by joe exotic all right here it is we'll be back uh friday or the p.m yeah friday p.m 
p.m. edition of the show. Be there. P.m. Friday yeah, tomorrow. That's uh, for patrons. And uh, uh, the next week we'll have new shows and hopefully that's never right. internet exactly. problems again. That's the goal. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you then. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com sex <laughs> <laughs> i forgot i queued that up i love that i don't even remember why you said it or what planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.